Hey everyone, you're listening to The Reality of It Is, formerly known as The Real Deal. You can hear my podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud with a new episode every first Monday of the month. Uh, Hopefully I'll get better at this and start uploading more than just once a month. Um, Today I'm here with Jordan. Hey Jordan. Hi Maria, how are you? I'm good. I am glad we're doing this podcast together. Um, you were the first person I called. I literally didn't call my mom. I didn't tell anyone that I was doing this podcasting. I think I told my mom, but you know, lots of crazy ideas that like I never do. Um, but this one I did and I knew that if I called you up, you'd be all about it. Of course. I've, I gotta be your hype man for this and (laughs) all my friends who want to start something. Hey, it's just like, you know what? Try it out. You never know what's going to happen. And we're what? Five, six podcasts in now. I've, yeah. Yeah. I'm so... You, you were the perfect guy because like you said, you were definitely the hype man. Um, I don't know how Kelly felt about that because <laughs> Kelly's my best friend, but I called her. <laughs> I called the fiance first, but I called her after too. So anyways, um, you and I are both um, only... We say only children. Other people would say we don't have siblings. Same, I mean, same thing, but how we reference it is different. Yeah, there's only child. I've heard the odd one out. Like the odd one out, like a lot. (laughs) Oh God, yeah, that'll bring the attention to you. Um, I thought this would be a good podcast because I spend an odd, not a lot of time, but I definitely spend time talking to my friends who are, excuse me, having children. Um, trying to have children, started starting families, and they question whether they should have one kid or should they have multiple children. And I'm always an advocate for siblings. Always. How do you feel about that? I'm 100% an advocate for siblings. Really? Yeah. It's like growing up, just being an only child, my cousins were like my brothers and sisters. I go yeah. hang out with them quite frequently, but I would always advocate for siblings because... There were many a times where I wouldn't say lonely. Lonely is a strong word. I definitely enjoyed my me time, but it would be nice to have a buddy, brother or sister to like play with, talk with, to do things with. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way as I break the microphone. Great, great moment in podcasting. Um, I'm a noob. Um, I, growing up, I didn't want siblings, but now that I'm older, I look back and I, I do want, I wish I had siblings. Um, I say that obviously like, oh, live life with no regrets. Like it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm fine and I'm happy, but I, I think, I think I, I do want siblings that I think the main thing for me you're totally right on like you go on family trips and like it's just you like you're hanging out with your mom and dad but like they're not they're doing a great job of like entertaining you but they're not your buddy yeah yeah. exactly you have like your buddy slash friend and it was kind of interesting because i did grow up um majority of the time with a single mother and so it's like she had to play multiple roles like unintentionally of course yeah. but it just worked like that she was mom dad yeah. friend 
And it's like we have this weird, awesome relationship to where it's like, yeah, she was my friend. And we tried to do things like whether going bowling on the weekends or to the skating rink with the cousins, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, I've also I think that brings up an interesting point because I've also noticed the type of relationship, at least with me, and it sounds like with you, that I never noticed with a parent seems to be a tighter bond than it does with parents with multiple children. Oh, yeah, that's 100% true. It's very interesting because me and Kelly have this conversation multiple times where it's like something will be going on with her parents and then she goes and texts her sister and she's right. like, I was like, I don't, I don't have I can't that. fathom why wouldn't you just go straight to the source or if mm-hmm. something's happening whether that's just like making plans with the family someone's arguing with someone it's always like she goes to like another relative because it's just like that's just oh and then that relative's like oh mom and dad are talking about this it's like right. I would just go pick up the phone call my mom and be like hey what's going on like yeah it's weird how it's like a stream of telephone almost if you will through the siblings versus just like going directly to the parents which is weird to me yeah but she's like one of six so I can I can get that but it's pretty interesting yeah, they're someone with a sibling. Their go-to isn't mom or dad. It's a sibling. It's a sibling. Exactly. And for me, yeah, for us, I've obviously never thought about that because I've never had that. But my go-to is my mom and dad. So if I if I have a problem or I want to tell someone something, I call mom or I call dad. I don't call my sister. Or my sibling. And I don't really miss that because I don't because I've never known what that's like. Exactly. We can't really miss it if we didn't experience like growing up kind of thing. Yeah, that part I don't really mind. But I do there was one time I was talking to um Connor and he he said something like he said something along the lines of you don't have to like you don't not everyone has to have a good relationship with their parents. And to me, at first I was like, "What? Like absolutely why wouldn't you?" But when you have he has multiple siblings as well. And so I never understood that because if I don't have a good relationship with my mom and dad, I don't have a relationship within my family. That is my family. Exactly. That's 100% true. I agree with that. I have also heard the flip side similar to what Connor had experienced in the sense it's like either for whatever reason, um, mom or dad may have not been around or weren't that active in the child's life that Mm -hmm. brother or sister had to jump in and just play the role of mom or dad assisting in raising the younger ones which is a lot of effort on the older sibling but it it does happen yeah definitely but they feel comfortable i think the thing is that um someone who has a brother and or sister they feel comfortable they their family unit is larger and if they don't have someone filling a certain role it's still detrimental, but not to the level, not to the full extent, I think, of what we would expect because they do have someone else to lean on, someone else to call, someone else to bitch to about something that pissed them off or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they have someone else to call. And like, 
Oh, that sounds really depressing now that I'm saying it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't feel depressed that I don't no, have anyone to yeah, call. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel depressed either. And it's funny. It's like speaking on the topic of like no one else to call. The other day I was like driving through traffic on my way home from work and it was like raining. My mom called. I couldn't answer the phone. Who does she go to now? She has Kelly to call. So oh, usually really? if yeah. I don't answer, it's like used to be, okay, let me call again. Let me call again. Yeah. It's like there's only that person to go to. But yeah. now I'm kind of getting the difference of like, oh, like my mom feels so secure. She's like, if Kelly's not coming to me saying like, where's Jordan? What's going on? Then I'm not worried about you. Like, cause right. you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so that's another thing, the worry thing. I've noticed parents with multiple kids – don't call or seem to worry about their child. Now, when I say that, I'm sure they all worry, but I'm saying that they don't, uh, I don't want to say actively act on it, but I guess kind of, they're not freaking out like a, like my mom or dad would be. Exactly. Like I think Kelly talks to her parents maybe once a week, pretty regularly oh my gosh, really? and like text, text Chelsea, probably her sister, um four or five times a week but like me i'll call my mom every single day that's what yeah, i do like it's whether that's before work or after work it's like hey how are you how was your day Stuff yeah like yeah yeah i'm always i'm so annoying because i'll call my mom at five i'm like oh hey what are you doing she's like i'm working i'm doing the same thing that you're doing it's fact it's like, funny in, that, like adult every day yeah it's like it's every day <laughs> what are you doing i'm driving to work right the last time that you called me i was doing the same thing but that is interesting the amount we talk we do talk to them a lot more than what other people do yeah and it's weird i don't want to put that on like just an only child versus not kind of thing because it's funny my mom still talks to her parents every single day oh really and she's one of three sisters yeah she has three girls um, I have two aunts and then, yeah, so, but she still calls them every day because that's just who she is. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of what she kind of ingrained in me. So as much as yeah. possible, we try to talk to each other. It's pretty much almost every day, either I'll call her or she'll call me kind of thing. Are you, or even is, we'll text. Is your mom Hispanic? Yeah. So my mom is Hispanic and then my dad's like African-American. So I'm half black, half Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not trying to put... I feel like maybe I'm putting a stereotype on everything, but I wonder if the or cultural, whatever, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, the Hispanic part, like, so I'm also, I'm half Hispanic, half Mexican. My father is full, full blooded Mexican. Um, and he calls his mom, he calls his mom every week. It's not what I would consider excessive, but it's definitely a thing. And so I just wonder if maybe... Maybe there's other only children out there who don't talk to their parents as much as we do. Maybe, maybe it's yeah. cultural. I yeah, don't know. That but could be a thing for sure. I, yeah. I think one of the biggest, the number one reason why I want a sibling now is because I will never and have never experienced the camaraderie and the closeness between two people. I will never, I will never know what that feels like. I totally agree with you. And I see it every day with Kelly and even her younger brother, older brother, older sister. I mean, it's just, it's pretty crazy to see the bond that they have. Yeah. Because like her older brother was there for her. He taught her things like 
how to drive when she wasn't working so well with how her dad taught her how to drive yeah. stuff like and it just it does build this camaraderie of especially her and her sister i can tell they're like totally inseparable it's like yeah hey, there's this easily visible camaraderie that will just never know what it's like i don't know yeah. if i can say i miss it because i don't know what it's like yeah but yeah we probably would never experience it yeah i don't think we will i i I really hope that I do. And I think a big part of my life, I do want that bond. I so desperately want that bond. And I think that's part of, I guess it's part of the makeup of me as far as friendship. You know me. I am I am loyal. Yeah, 100%. I mean, don't kill someone. <laughs> I'm not going to be loyal to that Call point. Call you at but 4 yeah. and say, hey, Maria, I need I've help got, yeah, I got this body that got dark so quick. Um, but I think part of that is because I so desperately want to experience that type of bond and I want to be there for someone and I want someone to be there for me. And I think I think I'll experience it on some some level with like a romantic partner. But like I I that's not necessarily I don't think I should be looking for it there, maybe. But I also I also don't fully only want it there. Yeah. Like I I want to have someone who's close to my age, blood, like my family, my brother, my sister, and I don't know. I feel I, I didn't realize how strongly I felt about this until I'm talking about it right now, but I really do. Now, does that mean that I want my mom to pop out a kid today? Absolutely not. I'm sorry if that's harsh. Sorry, mom, if you're gonna listen to this. But no, I don't want like like no, I don't want twenty six. Just a low key twenty six year difference <laughs> between you and your potential future little brother or sister. Yeah, I don't think that bond would probably exist as well with that age difference. But it's definitely something that, like I told you earlier, like advocating to my friends, they're like, oh, should we, should we have one kid? Like, what what did you think as an only child? Blah blah. blah. I'm like, no, just don't do it. There's also I've noticed social aspects that i don't have <laughs> yeah i totally I, I agree with that 100 percent. it's like just because i don't know you don't have that person there you can talk to all the time or just bouncing off of or even just hear how things sound and get yes exactly versus just like thinking okay this is normally said like this exactly or, you, you go to a social it. event and yes. then you're like and people look at you like like uh, you right. nailed it on the head. That is my number one problem that I have. I say something to someone else that it it comes across rude. In no way do I mean it in Not a rude at way. All. And no. it's literally almost as if it's like it's in my head and it's like, cool, yeah. this is going to come out out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you see the reaction of the person who you just said it to, it's like. Yeah, they're, they're, they're offended. Yeah. They're offended. They're hurt. I, I'm shocked and my, I'm, I'm like I'm trying like, to do damage do? control within yeah. two seconds, but I don't know how to make it better because I've never also had to make it better with a sibling. Yeah. So, so the number one thing that I've noticed is like when, when two sisters, brothers, whatever, they fight and they say something to the other person, you get a reaction. So if I said something to you that was rude, didn't know that it was rude, you're either going to cry or yell at me. You're going to react in some way that's going to teach me that what I said was wrong or inappropriate or not said in a, in a well 
put way. Exactly. And, and we going never, forward would make you rethink even exactly. if like you meant what you said. It can just be a come, how it comes across and maybe changing the manner. But we've never gotten, I guess, test that wall and bounce that wall exactly. back off someone yes. else. Never tested it out. I've never had feedback given to me. Yeah. If I did something to my mom and dad, they either brush it off because I'm a kid or maybe they're because they have an only child maybe giving me a little bit too much um uh, I don't know what the word is but they're not correcting me because I don't know why they're not I want to say because I'm an only child and so they 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 put aside um reprimandment a little bit more does that make sense? Yeah, that they, makes like, sense. Kind of obsessed with you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes sense. And again, they're not going to shun you or try to shut you down, of course, because they're. But a sibling, on the other hand, would be like, no, oh, those straight, you, exactly. Let you yes. have it. No filter. Exactly, 100%. exactly, exactly. And then, and then on the flip side, when they do react that way, and as a sibling, you might get pissed at them, but you. You're going to have to get over it because you live with this human being. Exactly. You're they're not, not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're in your household. Okay, you're going to go to your room. Well, are they sleeping in your room? Are y'all sharing your room? Or you're going to walk out of the hallway and see that? Like, you can't escape it. Yeah. My problem now is um, I'll shut people out. If they piss me off. <laughs> Life's too short. Get rid, of the, get rid of the bad people. <laughs> yeah, but like. I'm it's, not too opposed to that. <laughs> but it's so, on some level, it's really unnecessary. Like, how much more productive would it be if I would just learn how to deal with someone who makes me mad in the moment? Because they're not always going to make me mad. Exactly, yeah. You know? And and I didn't learn that skill either because I didn't have anyone to do it with. Yep. If I, if I pissed off a cousin like you, I felt, as a kid, I felt that my cousins were like my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I really did. And because we're Hispanic, there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot sure. of them. I don't. I guess on my mom's side, she has a lot of siblings as well, and they have a lot of kids, and so there's lots of cousins in my life. But I've noticed, I did feel that they were my brothers and sisters. But as I as I've gotten older, they're not. We've grown apart, and I think that can obviously happen with brothers and sisters. But you, but there's still that connection and bond on some level. Yeah, because it was built over what we're like. In our early 20s, mid-20s, it's like that bond that was built from birth till you met them all the way up. And it's not just going to go away just because you didn't talk for a couple weeks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And for, you know, cousins move away or they... People start their own lives now. They have their own kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely different. Um, So I guess... So if you're trying to have a kid (laughs) on multiple, I guess that's... I would suggest it. I would suggest multiple. And it, it it brings kind of a sense of understanding from a parent's perspective, too, I would say. Um, not that my mom did this, but I've noticed people who have one child are like mm-hmm. cookie cutter by the book kind yeah, of thing with yeah. like the first child. Yeah. And they're like, all right, this child's not doing this. It is doing this. It is eating like this. And yeah. then you see parents who are like, look at those kind of parents and laugh because they're on their third kid and like, well, by the yeah. third kid, he's eating dirt. Oh, well, he's going to learn kind of thing. You can't control so much. And it's yeah. it puts a more, I guess, blended flush on it. It's just yeah. adding another one into mix 
into the mix it's something else to kind of juggle versus i guess giving all your attention to one thing absolutely absolutely i think it's also a really good way to live life in the sense of yeah not everything is going to be perfect and that includes human beings and raising them and how difficult i obviously don't know but i have a lot of friends that do have children grown and young newborn you know the whole spectrum um, and it's funny because some of them, I have one friend who has an older daughter. The daughter's actually my age. She's a little bit younger than me. She's in her twenties and, um, she's, I, I don't, she won't give you the full story. Not a big deal. It doesn't matter, but she's struggling with, um, I guess, I guess being a parent now to her and trying to teach her certain ways and raise her even in her twenties, which we're all like, my parents are still my parents. Like I still need help. Um, and it's not sticking the way that she wants it to. And I I said something the other day of like, yeah, like life's ebb and flow. Things change. Like not everything is going to, even as an adult, we said something like you throw something at the wall and hope it sticks. And if it doesn't, then you got to try something else. You know what I mean? And, and I I feel like I'm, I'm rambling on the point, but the I'm trying to say it is nothing is perfect. And so it's really nice to see people who do have multiple children to see the difference. Um, because I don't, I, I think I grew up thinking that life would be perfect or in a, in a rigged way. 100. I, I in agree. In a stepped way. It was weird. I agree. Yeah. Cause it's like, I was like on that race. I was raised to like, of course on the track <clears throat> of, Raised in a sense, it's like you can be anything you want to be. You sure. can grow up, do anything you want to do. And as much as 100%, I believe that there are like life is a thing, like you said, yeah. and reality will kick in yeah. and you just got to figure it out. Sometimes yeah. it's it's crazy. And like, sure, you may not, we may not have the brothers and sisters to like pinpoint or piggyback off of when mm-hmm. life goes away. But, you know, it's like crazy how things happen. Yeah, I think it I think just having those siblings is a good reminder for parents and also for other siblings. So if I had a brother or sister or multiple, it would have helped me understand that people are different, that things don't always work. What works for me doesn't work for other people. And I have a hard time like that was a lesson that I had to learn um late in life. And I think if I had a sibling or siblings, I would have, it would have been a natural lesson to learn. But the fact that I didn't learn that and I'm learning it now, it feels, uh, it's much more difficult to accept. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Like I'm on par. I'll backtrack a little bit to the loyalty thing. Like yeah. I'm super loyal to you. Call me middle of the night, something happened. I'll be the first one to go. Cause we're just those kind of people who want to be there, help someone out, yeah. Um, be there for them. As a maybe it's because in a sense we didn't have that relative there yeah, for us in right? a sense. Yeah. But beating around the point again, but the point being that I just lost my point. <laughs> happens. That's okay. That totally happens. Yeah. Loyalty. Loyalty. You, you want to be loyal. I don't know how to get you there. No. I'm so sorry. All right. Now we can move on to that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I growing up, I remember my mom and dad always asking me if I wanted to have a sibling and I always said no. 
And this is the part, if you're not already annoyed with the both of us listeners, you're going to get annoyed. I would always say no because I always wanted the attention. I 100% wanted full attention of mom and dad. Also, mom and dad's friends because there's no other kids around and I'm the sole kid there. So heck yeah, like I don't want the attention to go away. Yeah, all the attention and oh, we can God. get into the topic of being spoiled. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, anything God. Yeah. I wanted as a little kid. You got Mom said no and I keep beating on the door and it would eventually happen. Yeah. I say spoiled, but in other terms, one could say I, I would like to say I'm blessed. It's like I was 16 years old, got my first car kind of thing. Yeah. When I turned 16, um, like. When I was in sixth grade, like my birthday came around, I got a dirt bike from my dad. You had a dirt bike? I had a dirt bike. Jordan. Like it's just, it's just little things like that. Ping pong table in my garage growing up. Like, and I didn't have to share it all. And I wasn't mad about that. Like things were mine. And that's one thing my parents and my aunt and uncle with my cousins had to kind of ingrain in me because my mom would always be like, Jordan, make sure you share. Make sure you share, Jordan. And so when the cousins would come over, I would always, basically, I'd prep everything. I was like, guys, look, I got this new game. This is what's happening. We can play. So I was kind of wanting to share a lot. But there was definitely things to where I was like, this is just mine. Yeah. And I'm okay with it being mine. And I like all the attention and I don't have to share. Yeah. Sharing. Still don't know how to do it. What is sharing? I don't know how to do it. What is sharing? I'm I'm like hating myself as I'm listening to it, but it's, it's the truth and- I feel like I'm going to have maybe not fewer friends, but way more annoyed friends after they hear this. Um, I remember also as a a kid, people asking my mom and dad, oh, why you're only having one? Like, are y'all going to have another one? Like, when is that? When is that going to happen? And the reason why my mom and dad didn't have other children was because they wanted me to have, they wanted one kid to have the best possible life and to be able to pay for things. And if they had, if they had another one, they didn't think that they could afford, they could afford it to the level that they, that they wanted to. Yeah. And it might not always be on a monetary <laughs> scale, but maybe on emotional, they wanted to that's put true everything too. into the only yeah, child. Yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. I think, um, I I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to them about the same thing, only one kid or multiple. And um, the thought of someone said like, well, because you were an only child, you get to experience travel. You get to experience going to college and having it paid for, um, hopefully. And you get to experience all these things, whereas with multiple children, we can't do because it's not just one college or one car or one plane ticket it's four yeah and it's them trying to grasp okay being very more careful it's like if i give one person this item or one of the siblings this then i have to give it to all of them to be fair exactly it's not going to just be like that one car one thing and so maybe in their mind cool they're going to earn their first car because of that situation or whatever the case may be yeah yeah it's privilege in there as well. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, growing up, I went to, um, I did go to private school. 
And did you go to private school? I went to private school my whole life <laughs> oh from pre-K Everyone's to gonna kindergarten hate us. to eighth grade <laughs> to high school, all boys private school to a stinking private college. Yeah, you and did. I'm in all the debt. Uh, yeah, yeah, my right. mom did was able to pay a huge chunk for sure, but I did come out with a lot of debt as yeah. my school I went to in Austin was very expensive. Yeah, private right. school. Yeah, yeah. I'm like already hating myself, but I guess it doesn't. It is what it is. Y'all can't hate me. Y'all can kind of hate me. It's okay. But growing up, we um, I lived in a I lived in a double wide. I lived in a double wide with green carpet. Green, dark green, dark green. My mom loves the color green to the point where we had it in our carpet. But basically, I guess uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to talk to my parents about how that, how financially that all went down. And, and it's not that they didn't work hard. You know, they started their own company, I don't know, 30 30 years ago, 31 years ago, and, um, you know, work six to seven days a week. Um, but they put the money towards private school. And so I also went to private school my entire, yeah, my entire life up until college, which I don't know if that, because I don't know what that's like. I don't know if, if there really is that big of a difference I, other than financial, like Texas State was way cheaper than St. Edwards. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. Um, I always thought about that too growing up. I do feel like in an instance we were more resourceful because we were only children. But at the same time, I always wondered what it would be like to be in a public school. Yeah, Because it felt... I feel like I got the full, I guess, quote, public school experience when I went to college. What do you mean? When I went to college, as in like there was a merge blend of people. Okay, gotcha. um, Different cultures, different backgrounds, stuff like that. Um, In high school, it was an all-boys high school. Didn't have any girls all four years. And so you have a bunch of guys on testosterone and hormones going around. Uh, Like saying what they want with teachers. Like trying to get away with things. Just being boys and it was different let alone just being private school but then an all-boys school but it did lead being an only child did lead to i guess some sort of sense of independence i don't know if you would agree with that like so blessed i did get my first car at 16 but i had to figure out how to pay for gas and insurance and stuff like that so i started my own lawn business and i was just cutting yards in my neighborhood to make money because i knew that's just i knew i had to pay for gas somehow and i tried the thing working at retail i worked at aeropostle for a little bit it was not the greatest experience (laughs) for what it was worth i think i lasted all of a couple months but then it's like cool i can make twenty dollars plus in an hour hour and a half cutting a yard versus the minimum wage at the time i don't know was like 758 bucks for like folding clothes dealing with customers but yeah yeah and so how do how do you feel about that sense of independence as an only child. I I don't know how it differs from people with siblings. Other than the fact of being alone at home, I don't mind it. Um, I think I know some people who do have siblings, They even after they've moved out of the house, they still never live by themselves. They always have a roommate. Always. 
I don't ever want to have a roommate. I'm worried that I'm eventually going to move in with a boyfriend and it scares me (laughs) because I've never had to share a bathroom. I've never had to share a bathroom. That's funny. And like, it sounds so snooty, but it's so true. Like I've never had to worry about sharing my space. I don't think that's not where we were going. We were talking about independence. Um, we'll, we'll circle we can back. jump on that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got to circle back to circle that. back to that. But um, I don't know how it differs because I feel a lot of my friends are independent, or I guess we're at the age where I can't really tell. But I do remember when I was in college, I went out on this date, and this guy, uh, he like wanted to hang out with me over the weekend, and I kind of wasn't interested anymore. And I was like, oh, making up all these excuses, and oh, I've got uh. I've got church on Sunday. Sorry, like I can't hang out. And he's like, oh. harsh. Yeah, I know. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he was like, oh, I'll go. I'll I'll go with you. And but he was agnostic. Okay. He had told me he was agnostic, and I looked at him and I was like, what? No, you don't have to go with me. Like you don't even like it's fine. The point being, after I said that, he was like, wait, you go by yourself? And I was like, yeah it's that's yeah i definitely go by myself to do things um and he was just shocked he had like three i think he had three siblings um and i don't know if i don't know church is kind of a bad example because i feel like that's kind of a solo thing anyways or a couple thing whatever whatever people feel but like faith for me like i don't really need anyone else to handle that but yeah i do things by myself like i'll go to the coffee shop by myself or you you do everything by yourself because yeah. you don't have any you don't you don't there's just no one there i never lived a life where i had a sibling to be like hey let's go do this never yeah. like that's never been a thing i'm a little backwards in the sense it's like i always wanted to do things with someone because i didn't like oh, being alone okay. and like in my own thoughts but that's just a personal me yeah me. but Whenever I had the opportunity to do something by myself, yeah, I'd jump on it because it's like there's something to that me time or like just being with yourself. I mean, as only child, we were just so comfortable with it for so long. Yeah. Yeah, we we, we had to be. We didn't have a choice. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I guess there are different ways. I mean, yeah, people experience it in in different ways. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But the sharing part, I still don't know how to do. I was at... um. A few months ago at work, someone took my headphones. They thought they, he thought that the headphones were his, but they were mine. Not a big deal, right? One it, wouldn't think. One wouldn't think. But because I've never had to share anything in my life, I was freaking out inside. It was high, high anxiety because I, one, someone took something that's mine, even though they could easily give it back, but I don't, too, I don't know how to have that conversation of, hey, those are, like, you need to give those back, or, like, like that even sounds unnatural. That even sounds rude as, I, as I'm saying it, but yeah. because I've never had that, had to have that confrontation over and over again with someone who's close to me, I don't know how to have that conversation. So I remember talking to my friend, Michelle. I was like, Michelle, those are my, can you, those are my headphones. He has my headphones. And she's like, well, why don't you just, yeah, go, go get them. And I was too nervous. I didn't know how to get the headphones back. That's funny. <laughs> um, and so she ended up saying, like, hey, those are those are Maria's headphones. Like, can you like 
she wants to listen to music and you give them back. And he was, oh, oh, absolutely. I had no idea. I thought they were mine. They were on this desk, blah, blah, blah. Like, wasn't a big deal. But, but in like my, internally, internally, in your being, you were going to explode. I was going to explode because someone else had something that was mine. I did want to use them at the time, but there are plenty of examples where someone takes something of mine and I'm not even using it, nor do I need it. But, but beca- it bothers you but because it bo- of yours. Exactly. Because it's mine and it's not theirs and I don't know how to share or just have an open an open feeling about things. Yeah. It I can't do it. Oh, you're going to have a great time when you move in with a significant other. Oh. I remember the first time me and Kelly, like, it was at my old apartment complex. She was kind of staying over f- frequently, I mean, like normal. And slowly I was like, look, you know what? Just you can leave that sweater in the closet, leave this. And I like... As she got comfortable with it, started getting more. And then my drawers were being taken up. The closet was being taken up. How did you feel about that? I was like, what is going on? I wasn't used to it. Definitely a shocker. But you were fine. changer. Yeah, I was was fine. Made it work. Because I knew knew (laughs) the the benefits outweighed the, if that was what I had to like, quote, if you want to say deal with, to spend yeah. time with like this person yeah. I really care about. I don't yeah. care. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah. it's definitely a change for sure from yeah. the bathroom space to the items in the shower to the closet oh. to like the way the bedroom is kept. It's definitely a game changer. I, I'm, I'm really glad. I didn't even think that I could go to you for advice. <laughs> and I feel really bad if. Maybe a boyfriend out there is like, oh, God, (laughs) what am I getting myself into? Um, Have you ever moved in or lived with someone? No, not officially. I have definitely had, I've had one boyfriend who's had a room. I had a huge house when I was uh, a few years ago. Um, I had a huge house and he needed a place to store his stuff. Um, because he moved out of his house into a smaller apartment, blah, blah, blah. He took up a lot of space. And I was fine with it. I didn't mind it at all. But it wasn't really in my way. But also, I did like a part of him being there. Um, and he would stay over frequently, but we didn't live together. Okay. And then I had another boyfriend after that who... I have no idea if he listens to these podcasts. I feel really bad if... if I'm not going to say, I don't say anything bad about it. It wasn't, it was fine. I wanted Uh him there. Yeah. But he basically moved in without being, like, I didn't ask, I didn't. Without the contractual handshake, like, hey, can I move in? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he just never left. But he never really had his stuff there, if that makes sense. Okay. So, he was there every single day from, like, day one. It was too much. It was fine. I wanted him around. But it, I didn't have the feeling, I didn't have to worry about it because it was a huge house. If I was using the restroom that has two sinks, yeah. he could use the other restroom. Like we weren't ever really in each other's way having to share anything. And I think internally I was fine because in my head I was like, you don't actually live here and you don't have things here. So it didn't really settle, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, with the boyfriend now, it's different because I find myself trying to make room. Okay. 
Like, okay. we have this joke, there's a miscellaneous drawer, <laughs> and he can have the miscellaneous drawer, even though he only has one item in there, and, like, all it's only all my things. So, like, that's probably, like, that's not going to last very long, right? That's funny. But I'm definitely making an effort to, like, <clears throat> change. But at the same time, I think there's a difference in feeling of, like, oh, you're here frequently, too. In my head, what the way that it sounds and the way that I anticipate it, which talking to you doesn't sound like it's going to go this way, but in my head, I'm worried that it's going to be like, holy shit, this human being lives with me full time. This bathroom is it, no it longer won't be my that bathroom. Shock. It, it won't it be. Won't? It's our bathroom. And oh, heaven forbid the first time you have to have an emergency and the other person <laughs> just happens to walk through the door first and just yeah. go straight to the bathroom. Yeah. You get livid. Trust oh, me. Oh, no. But no, like, it's just the baby steps you learn. It wasn't like everything shutting down shop canceling her other lease and moving on in no it didn't work it doesn't feel like started very very slow and then that's where you grow as a couple because you have the conversations of you know what maybe the cap in the shower of the shampoo needs to be closed because water could get into it or you need to twist the cap back on the toothpaste bottle. Oh, the stuff toothpaste like that. is such a trigger for him. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. I think he's even like, like I've used the toothpaste and I've gone to the, li- like I brush my teeth, I go into the living room or whatever. He will physically grab the toothpaste, walk it back to me and be like, look at what you did. <laughs> and it, it, what I do, I, I don't, I just squeeze the toothpaste. I don't like. Oh, that fold even stresses me out. That stresses me out. Why you just like yeah, grab? Yeah, I just grab it and, and I squeeze it. When and that's it doesn't it. come out anymore, do you throw it away or do no, you no, actually no. roll from the back? To I'll the roll front? from the back and make oh it and make God, it work. So but wasteful. <laughs> no, I make it. I use the entire tube of toothpaste, but you squeeze it. But I just grab it and squeeze it, and like it's nothing. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. I feel bad. It's like her Kelly is the toilet paper roll. So it has to be, it doesn't matter, it doesn't go as far as the toilet paper has to be a certain way to get pulled. But it has to literally be on the rack itself, or else, like, we're in chaos. Like, it's like that's one of her things to where it's like, cool, life is together, we have our life in order when the toilet paper is on the rack. Me, yeah. I don't care. You don't care. When it's off the rack, I can use it like normal and oh. it's fine. I don't need to have it on the rack, but it's funny because little yeah. back to what we were talking about, little things like that, you'll learn to grow as a couple and those conversations will be had and things will be addressed and you'll learn to like, okay, because you care about this other person, yeah, I'll screw the stinking cap on the toothpaste kind of Right. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely, there's been plenty of times where I've forgotten, but there's definitely been times Obviously, he doesn't recognize it, but he doesn't need to recognize it. But I will, I'll brush my teeth and be like, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta like. You be, you're more aware the, for sure. I'm definitely more aware, and I'm like trying to make an effort. But it's so funny because it's such a such a small. It is, and such it a small always thing, is a it, small thing. <clears throat> it is, but it's totally worth it. I don't 100%. mind doing it at all. But I even remember having this conversation, like, oh, like that really does, like that really does bother him. And there are things that like will probably bother me, and I totally get it. But it's just like. Okay, it's a small effort. Definitely make it. It's not that big of a deal. But um anyways, thanks for the thanks for the 
advice that completely i'm gonna have to re-listen to this podcast oh yeah but and anytime you know i'm actually just right around the corner so if you literally. ever need any advice <laughs> come on over we can chat it up just awesome. shoot me a text yeah <clears throat> i i had something but again wonderful podcasting completely forgot but um i don't know i hope people have learned <laughs> whether they want to have multiple or just to think about it and that doesn't mean I'm not trying to populate the world even more, <laughs> you know, but just that there's a lot of things that we didn't learn. Yeah. And don't just, know how to just deal think with. about it. It's like if you are able to, I would say have multiple children. Some situations you might not be able to. An example is like, I guess my situation. So my parents got divorced when I was two. And so there was just never a man in the picture until my stepdad, stepdad came in. I call him dad, of course, yeah. um, came into the picture around eighth grade. And so, and then I was, I would ask the questions like why I couldn't have a brother or sister, but at the yeah. same time I got it because yeah. there was no other person in the picture. So sure. you, I mean, you might only be able to have one child for whatever reason and that's okay. But I, we're just saying, yeah, if you have the opportunity and if the question, if you're able to have multiple and the question is whether to have one or multiple, yeah. I think I would say <laughs> go with the multiple. Do I regret yeah. being an only child? 100% heck no. Yeah. Cause it made us who we are today. Absolutely. And we are freaking awesome people. But <laughs> if you are considering Think about it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on that note, when I was having that conversation about, um, someone was asking me like, well, you get to travel and experience all these things, but would you trade that to have a sibling? And I think I, the answer for me is yes. Even though I get to experience some badass vacations. And don't have some, to share anything. <laughs> and yeah. I don't have to share anything. And it's freaking sweet. Like, yeah, it's on another level. And that sounds braggadocious because it kind of is. But I'm not trying to brag. The, the point is, like, despite all of that, I think I would rather still experience having... I will never have that bond. Like, I really want that bond. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty crazy to see the bond between Kelly and her sister Chelsea. Like, it's something else for sure. There's and a lot more value in it. There is. There really is. And, um... I think I think maybe if I were a sibling, or sorry, or had whatever, if I had brothers and sisters, I'm not sure if I would be saying that. But as far as like, oh, yeah, I'd rather have my sister than go to Mexico or Africa or wherever it is that I go. Um, but as an, only per as an only child who does get to do those things, I would trade it for having a sibling. I would too. Yeah? There was one time, don't take offense to this, um, and realize that I also do this. There was one time that Callie was talking to me. We were hanging out and she was like, she told me a story specifically because we've noticed, Callie and I have both noticed and, and you have noticed there is a difference between Kelly, not so much Kelly, but like people with siblings yeah. and you and I, Yeah. and you and I go through a lot of things. And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like only child syndrome. Yeah. yeah, Jordan Jordan did that? Oh, I do that. I did that yesterday. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. That's totally the thing. And that's she's, funny how she'll talk with you about that stuff. Oh, yeah, because like, yeah. it, it's totally a thing. And she knows that we recognize it, and but she also recognizes it. And she said, um, 
Y'all were talking about, you two were talking about where to go for your honeymoon. Yeah. And you've been to Hawaii already. Mm -hmm. But Hawaii came up as an option. And you were like, well, like, I've, no offense, like, Hawaii's awesome, but I've been there. I'd like to experience something else. Yeah. Where for Kelly, she's had, she has how many siblings? Five? Four? Yeah, five. five. She's one of six. Yeah. And see, that gives me anxiety. That's a lot, but maybe that's good. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But so... The diff- the conversation was like, yeah, like I didn't, I had so many siblings. She didn't get to go to places like that, whereas you and I did. Yeah. But the only child syndrome of like, oh, like I've done that. Like, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Can we, yeah. can, can we, we check something else out? Or <laughs> You get it though. That's funny. I, I do Someone get it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally like, yeah, we're, yeah. Only child. We, we did, we did do that. We're like. It's whatever. Yeah. It's cool. It was great. It was great. Like, not blessed, but let's, let's <laughs> maybe try something else. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'll pull the, uh, well, you weren't there with me. And I'm like, but yeah, but I was there. And if oh. we could go anywhere, maybe somewhere I have not been. You're like so you, funny. you know, you want to go where you have not been. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That gets into another conversation, but we won't. We won't talk about that one. I feel like we kind of got into the conversation, though, of, like, couples and, like, how to deal with that. Yeah. But, um, anyways, I hope people don't hate. <laughs> if you do, I totally understand. Because it is – I feel like I've I've totally lived a self-centered life. 100%. Yeah, I'm – and I probably said 100% at least 15 times in this podcast. <laughs> no. So, um, it's definitely self-centered, for sure. And I would always have conversations like, well – want to do this okay how does this benefit me or what do i get out of it but it's always just been me so that's that privilege that i am aware of now especially that i'm older that i had growing up yeah i remember having a friend over for a sleepover and she wanted to play hide and go seek and i didn't want to play it and i was like no we're not playing that exactly and my mom was like are you kidding me right now like no you can't just not participate because you don't want to like because the, cause the alternative was basically we were just sitting there. And, like, my friend didn't know how to handle it because, like, yeah, I am a was a total bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, play freaking hide-and-go-seek. It's not that big of a deal. But as an only child, I got to decide what I wanted to do and did it. Yep. And there was no uh, – there's no confrontation with it. There's no struggle with it. There it's just not. like, it's oh, just, cool. I did what I wanted, didn't yeah. do what I didn't want to do. Brings me to another topic. Oh, my gosh. So I said I grew up with my cousins a lot. So my mom would travel probably every two weeks, Mm -hmm. like well on early on for like at least a few, like five, six years. Um, So when I was with them, the every other week or whatever, I would do what they wanted to do. I mean, I had no control. I was with my aunt, with my uncle, four cousins. I was just another one in the bunch. Yep. And I couldn't grasp that lack of control. Oh, wow. And I had to learn and cope with it. And so I'm always like, hey, mom, what are we doing tomorrow? We're doing this, 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 and this. Like even today, I told you, I'm waking up. We're having this podcast Gonna get some food after I got yeah. my haircut appointment later, yeah. and then poker night later on, networking mm-hmm. event today. I have my days planned, and yeah. so when I don't have a plan or don't know what's going on, it gets me anxious. And yeah. so I'll be with my cousins, and then they were they had vo- everything from like picking up people from school to volleyball practice.
practice to all this and I had no idea what was going on or when things were happening. Yeah. So stressful. And if mm, I had so the choice, I'd be like, nope, I'm sitting at home. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Like, but that slowly did mold me into that, I guess, immersion of what it's like to have siblings because sometimes you don't get to do what you want to do or the plan doesn't work out how it's supposed to. That's so interesting. I never thought about that. Uh, I never thought about that being correlated with control. I think probably 100%, if not 99% of people struggle with control. But I wonder if we struggle with it more so because we've never had other variables in our life exactly not variables like that where it was like a natural lesson of like sorry jordan you can't do that today you can't hang out with your friend today because we actually have to go to your sister's volleyball game yeah and you have to just go with the flow you literally there's nothing you you, you, can't control yeah you go with the flow i've never learned how to go with the flow until recently yeah if you have if you've if you've listened to the second podcast what did i call it you were just listening false positive yes um, that is probably one of my biggest lessons of learning to go with the flow. I thought I had, I thought I had HIV. Turns out I didn't. Don't. Um, I had this moment. I don't think I shared this in the first, or sorry, I don't think I shared this in false positive episode, but after I found out that I didn't have it. So one, so one, the lesson is I've struggled my entire life with control. I have to do this. I thought life was going to go step by step. It hasn't. It's not going to. But I didn't learn any of that. It was just a struggle. Like, wait, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? It's a constant struggle and constant like hitting myself against the wall situation until I got, until I was diagnosed with HIV. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I got to figure this out. Regardless, still not really learning the full lesson of like you just have to lose control. Found out I didn't have it. I made pizza. I had a friend over and I made pizza, homemade pizza. And I had carpet and, and on my floor and I have a cat. And so carpet in of itself is disgusting. And <laughs> so is having an animal that has thrown up for sure on the carpet. Um, this is really gross, but it's true. And so I was carrying my pizza into the living room and I dropped the whole pizza, the entire pizza, cheese down, oh, cheese into the carpet, gosh. cheese fully wow. into the, yep, 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 like yep. pizza face down. Yep. Wow. Everyone. It's a big deal. But, um, so I, what did you do? You had I to picked, just get rid of it, right? One would think. <laughs> one would think. I picked it up and I ate it and I didn't care. But, and so maybe that's a minuscule thing for people and maybe people also would do that for me there's no way in this world that i would have ever done that i i would have freaked out i would have been super pissed i would have been so angry it would have it would have been an episode not so much an like me out lashing externally but internally i would have been so pissed. oh yeah but the fact for me it was such a big moment of i looked at the pizza i picked it up and i literally felt I didn't feel bad. I had no negative feelings towards it. And and that is where I learned my lesson of like, oh, like go with the flow. Little things in life happen. And that sounds really depressing to think that like HIV had to get me there, but it did. 
But for people with siblings, they just kind of naturally, I think on some level, and, and you and I are both interpreting this, right? We're both assuming this because we don't have siblings, but it seems that way, that you learn to go with the flow way better. Oh, yeah, because there's than, a, that lack of do. control because so-and-so, your brother or sister, has their own soccer game agenda, and we're just going because that's just what's happening yeah. today. And it's like, I agree with you. You have to, well, we had to have, like, a real-life experience to, like, figure out, hey, we don't have it all planned out. Our life doesn't go our way. Yeah. My experience was I actually got my first job out of college, was there a year and a half, and then got laid off. Yeah. And so yeah. I was unemployed for going on what, like at at that time, it was like six months I was yeah. unemployed. Mm-hmm. And that was like just a real world hit of yeah. like, I thought I had it all planned out, did everything right, went sure. to college, graduated, <laughs> got the piece of paper, yeah. was doing the thing, and then wham, real life hits. And it's like, all right, our whole team at my old company got laid off. Yeah. And then you just had to figure it out. Yeah. And then so stuff like that get and then we of course got back on my feet, got another job, doing well now. Kelly's doing well, like all that stuff. But it's like those moments that make you aware of like, you know what? You can't really control it. So why yeah. blow up about it? I sure. normally would like blow up at a lot of little things, but yeah. I don't anymore because of that. It's like yeah. you're driving, okay, even as little as like, oh, it starts raining, cool. You can't control it. Yeah. Like you can you can only control what you can control and don't worry about what you can't because you will stress yourself out and it'll just work you up way more than it needs to be. If you're driving, get a flat tire, like, oh no, it happens. You're okay. You didn't get hurt. It's not the end of the world. But like I've been more aware of i guess blowing up less at small things yeah. because of that experience i had like you have to go with an experience but i do think that people with siblings have a slow immersion version of that yeah. growing up because yeah. you have to do things that aren't on your own agenda because there's other people involved yeah i th- yeah i think we all struggle with it for sure um Regardless of having siblings or not having siblings or anything like that. But, um, <laughs> which is, bye, Callie. See you later. <laughs> Callie's trying to quietly open up the door while we're podcasting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think it's solely towards, I think everyone struggles with control and like realizing what this life is like and it isn't. Con- it isn't um, specific to having no siblings to having siblings, but I think they definitely, someone with a brother or sister definitely gets a taste of it, uh, whereas we don't get a taste of it really Correct. at all oh, growing yeah. up, um, unless something weird happens. But I think I think it's a good time to wrap up. Let's go get some breakfast. All right. I'm definitely hungry. Let's go get some breakfast. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. Woohoo! We got our podcast in. We did. First, I'm I'm like really excited because you really you were the first person to know about this, and, and now you got to be in it. I did. It's awesome. It's amazing. I look forward to the next one. Uh, yeah, Mondays, first Monday of the month. All right. New episode coming out. See you later.